This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, it's official. Tom Brady has now retired. There's no questioning whether he has or has it now. There were reports over the weekend that Brady was going to retire. And then, well, uh, he said those were premature. Uh, They were only premature by a couple of days. Yeah, I mean, my hunch all that was was didn't want to steal the thunder from the championship games or whatever. Wait till a little bit more in the middle of the week when news calms down a little bit. And it is huge news. I mean, he's retiring after a really, really good season. You know, I mean, he didn't have that final season that Eli, Peyton, and I know Peyton won the Super Bowl, but he was not a good player at that point, or Breeze, or even Ben. You know, like, I think that Brady looked at those guys and said, I don't want that final year where I'm kind of just trudging along, you know? Yeah, he'd also, you know, said several years ago that he wanted to play until he was 45. Well, Mm -hmm. he's going to turn 45 this offseason, so (laughs) it's all part of it as well. I know we all kind of, I know I did, kind of scoffed at it at the time, like, oh, there's no way he's playing until he's 45. That's nuts. No, he played until he was 45. (laughs) 44 and a half, right? Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. I mean, obviously, just an amazing career. I mean, I don't know, you know, we're not here to praise and, you know, tell a all of his accomplishments would be here for hours and hours. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, on my podcast, we, we just kind of talked about, you know, what's one memory that really affected you from Brady, from your fandom or whatever. And I just flat out said, you know, he's retiring pretty much the same year Kevin Colbert is, and has pretty much been, you know, in the league about as long as Kevin was the GM here or in charge of personnel and if Kevin was and the Steelers were the second winningest team in that time, you know, if it wasn't for Brady, what more could have been possibly, you know, I mean, but a lot to be a lot to be proud of from both those organizations, obviously. Yeah, I, I can remember writing um, back in maybe it was like 2004 when the Steelers lost to the Patriots in the AFC championship game. And uh, I wrote that, um, you know, maybe Steeler fans are getting a little taste of what it felt like to be a Raiders fan. Uh, in yeah, the seventies, yeah. you know, <laughs> like you're, my dad always talked about the Oilers late in yeah. the seventies. You're really Boy, they were a team, but you just can't get over the top because there's another team there that you, you keep running into, uh, and that happens. I mean, you know, it just, it, but it's a testament to the Steelers that they then uh, still went and won three Super Bowls after that. I, I find it kind of interesting, like you know, the Patriots have really been kind of two different little they were two different kind of dynasties in the Brady they were people don't look at it that way but they they won you know in in, uh 2001 what was one two and four and then they didn't win again for another decade it's funny you brought that up I have one note I never you know you and I we do these live 99 percent of the time I never have a note all that often (laughs) I have one note sitting here and all it says is 10 years and I was going to say the exact same thing and People forget Brady did not win a Super Bowl for 10 years. I mean, I'm not saying, see, he's overrated. He stinks. It's just back to the point of bringing it around to the Steelers. Ben got two. Breeze has one. Rodgers has one. Like, Brady went a stretch where ten a decade went by that he did not win a Super Bowl. People forget that. Yeah, and if you, if you actually, if you look at that decade, yeah, the dominant team in the league at that point is probably the Steelers. 
Probably. Yeah. They went. Yeah. They won two Super Bowls and went to a third yeah. in that in that ten year span when Brady wasn't going. You know, mm-hmm. the Patriots didn't have. It, it's that. It's that magic thing that you have to find. Once a quarterback gets done with his with his rookie contract, Brady was still on his rookie deal when they were winning in you know one, two, and three, uh, four, I should say. Right, right. Was still largely on as, as a cheap rookie quarterback, and then they had to start paying him like a three-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Now they didn't pay him as much as some other you know guys were making. He took some some hometown discounts, he but did, it, but it was still difficult. To win, to maintain, to maintain that because you 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 know you got a large chunk of your your salary cap is eaten up by the quarterback. Yeah, and I think that this CBA makes it even harder. I mean, quarterbacks are making more and more and more. Um, you know, and again, it, it kind of brings me to Mahomes a little bit too. Like I, I was listening to a podcast today, and I guess you can bet in Vegas on how many Super Bowls will Pat Mahomes win, and the line is two and a half. You know, like. You think about it like, oh, he'll go to 10 in his career. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, I mean, he missed a shot here. The Chiefs all of a sudden are going to have to start paying people. They, You know, Kansas City can't do things like, hmm, we don't really like this offensive line. Let's go get a new one, you know, in, in <laughs> right. off season. Like those days are done, you know. So the same thing's going to happen to Buffalo in a year or two. Frankly, you know, the, the Browns and Ravens are about to experience that too without quite the same level of success, you know, like and where the Steelers are starting over at that position. Yeah, it, it, it's always interesting. And I, I think, you know, when people uh, talk about the, the you know, the, the, look at the AFC right now for the next 10 years, these guys are going to dominate it. Well, yeah, they will and, and they might not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what kind of team are you going to be able to build around, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, to your point, uh, they got 24 free agents after this year. Yeah. Um, they don't have any enough cap space to sign them on and keep some of the guys, you know, the Tyreek Hills, um, the Orlando Browns, guys of that nature uh, and, and stature. Um, you know, I mean, even just in recent memory, I know this is an AFC related, but the Packers box when Brady got there, Seattle, those teams look like they were set up for. A decade oh, worth yeah. of success. You know I mean, what I mean? Russell you know, eight, Wilson, eight, ten years ago, Russell Wilson. Oh, he's Russell Wilson's going to win seven. You know, he's going to win seven Super Bowls. They're going to be they're going to be in the Super Bowl every year, right? I mean, and then every, the everybody got too expensive. <laughs> exactly, the Legion of Boom isn't going to play for free. You know, I mean, what the Steelers did in the seventies is is almost impossible now. I mean, yeah. you'd have to pay Lambert and Green, and I mean, there's so, so many guys. Think about this: the seventy four draft class. Right. All those, guys be, all those guys will be, be up at the same time. Like yeah. Cincinnati's going to have this problem because you got yeah. Higgins, you got Burrow and Higgins are in the same draft class. Yeah. And, right, and you've right, got right. Chase. Are you going to be able to afford to keep them all? Yeah, Cleveland's going to have some of that too. I mean, yeah. frankly, that's one of the big problems of tanking. You know, I mean, I right. think there's so many problems with tanking, but that's one of them is when you eventually get good, all your guys are you know, on the market at the same time. <laughs> you know, yeah. And that's, brutal. that's not a good thing because you just, you can't afford them. And Oh, by the work. way, the other, the other part of the equation is you're winning. And so therefore the draft, you're not getting high draft picks to replace these guys. Right. 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 You know, so, it, so you're, you're taking, you're drafting later in the, in the first round, you're drafting later in the other, the rounds after that. So you better have a good system in place to, to replenish that. Yeah. I mean, really, 
how that this reflects so strongly on Brady, Belichick, Tomlin, Colbert, Ben, you know, and there's others, don't get me wrong, that have withstood the test of time as things get better and worse around them. I mean, that is really hard in this sport. And I don't know as much about other sports, but my hunch is if you have Jordan or LeBron or Lemieux or Gretzky or whatever, you, you can lose pieces left and right and still be pretty darn good. Or, you know, we're in football, football yeah. lose your center and left tackle. I mean, that's a problem. Yeah. You know, football, um, basketball, especially you can, you can get by, okay, you got a, you got a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can win games for you. Yeah. You got to, you know, if in, 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 you know, let's say it's baseball. Um, you know, you got it's it's a little less so in baseball. Hockey is a perfect example as well, kind of like basketball, because that yeah. if a guy goes out there and can score two goals a night or set two goals a night up, mm-hmm. whether he scores them or somebody else scores them, I mean, that's you're going to win a lot of games with that. Right, one hundred percent. Doesn't matter who else is out there with him. Whereas in football, it's a team sport, and and you know you're one of eleven. The quarterback obviously is the most important piece. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. But if you can't surround the quarterback with talent, look at Russell Wilson this year. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, and no, no doubt. Or you know, the young guys that lose a little. Like, I mean, sure, baseball, a dominant pitcher can might come might come out and win every four or five days for you, but then there's, you know, three or four other days yeah. that he can't play. Look or... at the, Steve Carlton had a year back in the 70s, I believe, mm-hmm. where he won 30 games, and the Phillies, I think, won 60 games as a team or something like that. <laughs> like, they, they won every time he took the mound, but they just didn't – they couldn't win the other games. They couldn't win the yeah. other games. Or if you're the best hitter in the league, he only comes to plate one out of nine times. You know, Right, I mean, and you can walk yeah. him. And you can walk them, right. It's around them. (laughs) Football's sort of in the middle, but hockey and especially basketball, you can you inbound the ball, you say, give it to Jordan, and you're out there. Yeah, right. You're going to carry the, you're going to hold the ball for a high percentage of the game, you know. And the quarterback does have that advantage too. He's going to touch the ball every play. But if nobody, there's 11 guys on the field, not five. Right. Yeah. Um, I had Tom Reed uh, check into, uh, with some of his contacts at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, yeah, what, what this whole Roethlisberger Brady thing might mean, um, and they seem to think uh, he talked to Joe Horgan, who's been a long time uh, associated with the Football Pro Football Hall of Fame for a long time. He thinks he thinks this might be the best draft class of all time in 2027 because the the assumption is that Gronk is now going to retire. Okay. Uh, you mentioned Adrian Peterson too. Adrian Peterson, if he doesn't play again, he would be eligible as well. Uh, you, you're looking at four guys in, in Brady, Roethlisberger, Gronkowski, and Adrian Peterson, who are among the the, the top five. Uh, well, Roethlisberger and Brady are among the top five in, in all time passing yards right now. Uh, you know, they've got what nine Super Bowl wins between them at, as yeah. quarterbacks. And then you're looking at a guy in Gronk, who's many consider the top tight end of all time, or at least the the modern version of it. And then Adrian Peterson is one of the best running backs of all time. That's what I was about to say is my opinion. And I don't think I'm going out too much of a, on a limb here. Brady's the number one quarterback that ever lived. Gronk is the number one tight end that ever lived. And I think Peterson and Ben are probably somewhere from – eight to 12 at their position. That's just loaded with talent. You know, I mean, that's unbelievable. I mean, and we might not be done. I mean, I'm just thinking like, 
could someone surprise retire like JJ Watt or, or you know, somebody or else, Trent Williams, or, or you, know. you know, yeah, yeah, some Tyron Smith or you somebody know, that, yeah, that you don't expect. And, and so it, yep. it, it's set, it's setting up like it, it, it could just be unbelievable. Oregon brought up an interesting point. Um, he said, wouldn't it be interesting if in that 2027 class, um, you know, when, when you're when you're putting in Brady and Gronk and Roethlisberger and Adrian Peterson, that if the voters said, you know what, this is the year Heinz Ward has to go in. Let's make it two of each in terms of the, uh, you know, Steelers and, and, and Patriots and just make it, you know, a Steeler Patriot centric weekend. Hmm. I mean, he's a guy, I, I mean, he's, have that advantage. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. done this forever. He, I mean, he's been their, their PR guy for a number of years. He stepped down, but he's now back, um, you know, with that. And, and, uh, he just, uh, he, he said, that's a possibility. I mean, you got five years to think about it. You know, who's going to be up. It's not going to be a surprise. And uh, I mean, I guess you could look at it a little differently, you know, kind of plan for it in advance, but I, I to be honest, I'm happy that, you didn't get any kind of word of, well, we'll probably just let Ben wait next year. Like, no, in that, fact, that's nuts you know, to me. Tom talked to a couple of different, a couple of voters, uh, Tony Grossi, uh, who's, who's from Cleveland, Cleveland yeah, right. and then uh, Bob Glauber from Newsday. And they both, they both think Roethlisberger is a slam dunk. Okay, uh, good. And, I mean, I assume so. Yeah. That's right. the, they think that's going to be one of the greatest uh, classes of all time. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. With. Yeah. We'll see what happens with some other people. Um, you know, does JJ Watt come back? The guy, I mean, there, there, there could be some, there could as be you somebody, mentioned, yeah. as you mentioned, it could be a surprise here or there, but Holy mackerel. I mean, what yeah. just a, just <laughs> a ridiculous amount of talent, uh, in that group that, uh, it could be eligible in 2027. And I, and I, you know, the, the class in 2026, when you, when you look at that, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you're going to, you're going to look at breeze and some of those guys, um, it's, it's going to be interesting here over the next few years to see how this all breaks down. Yeah. And the more I think about it, if, if we're going to have a couple of these Larry Fitzgerald, slam, you know, yeah, Larry was a recent one. Yeah. But if we have more slam dunks in the coming years, I wonder if the borderline guys are going to go a much longer stretch than they would have, or, did, did the committee even know this was coming and put all those guys in that the backlog was, you know, a year or two ago, you know, knowing that we don't want too many of these guys to get stuck, you know, dragging their feet because there's just so many slam dunks coming up. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I think that that was part of it. You know, I know when I, when I did the vote uh, with, with Troy Palomalu um, a couple of years ago, some of the, the people, uh, some of the voters, some of the other voters talked about how they were getting too many, first time guys and yeah. they, they wanted to take care of some of that backlog. And I think that maybe that was with an eye towards some All of this happening. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I Cause mean, you know, the, you know, these guys are, are going in. Um, right. You know, the, right. Probably starting with Peyton Manning and maybe yeah. even Eli and, you know, I mean, just ones that are easy. I mean, there was a, a golden age there of quarterbacks from, I guess probably from the day Peyton retired to the day Rogers retires because I, even just the last couple of years, just kind of ranking the quarterbacks, I always felt like there was an old group and a young group, and there wasn't a much in between. Like Russell Wilson was one of the only ones in between that I would say has been a top 
five to 10 quarterback consistently over the last couple of years. Like I think Andrew Luck would have been, but he retired. And, you know, there was a lot of busts in that, those drafts in that era, right around when Luck was drafted. Yeah, there really were. Um, if you look at some of those, uh, those draft classes, those draft wow. classes were just atrocious when it comes to quarterback drafts and really at the top of the drafts in general. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there were some misses. Um, you know, I, I think everybody, you know, we all talk about the 2011 draft and how great it was. Uh, some of the drafts around that were not nearly as good. No, guys like Luke Joke will go in second overall. And, you yeah. Know, real quick washouts. Um, I actually have a quick Hall of Fame question for you that I've been meaning to ask you, but I think it's relevant now. If Stafford wins next Sunday, do you think he goes? I think it certainly helps his cause um, because he's going to he be. He needs it. Yeah, he's going to be, you know, rising up the, the, the ranks here in the all-time passing numbers and things of that mm-hmm. nature. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it, it certainly helps it, you know, much the same way that it hurts Matt Ryan that he didn't bring him up next. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't win. He got there once and didn't win. Um, you know, if Stafford wins that Super Bowl, that's a, that's a nice feather in his cap. Yeah. I always kind of looked at it. Like I think rivers should go. I don't think Eli should go, but that's almost a different conversation. I never looked at Ryan or Stafford in the hall of fame light, but on bad teams and does it for three or four more years, uh, I think he's got a shot. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's funny. Um, you, you hear people talk about all the time that it's not necessarily on the quarterback. Um, they have no choice on where they land. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you get stuck in a bad situation. I think you know, Stafford's probably the poster boy for that. Um, oh yeah. You know, they, they just never you know consistently put a good team around him. Um, you know, now he's, you know, he had that stigma. Well, he's never won a playoff game. Well, now he has. And not only has he won a playoff game, he's going to the Super Bowl. You know, if he wins this one, I was asked this week um, in my live cues on DK Pittsburgh sports. Uh, how would you, who would you give the edge at quarterback in the Super Bowl? That's actually my next question. And, and I said, I, said I, would, I would probably give it to Stafford because Me of the, the experience. They're both they're both in their first playoffs or first yep. time winning in the playoffs. Stafford's just seen so much more. I think the same thing. I I brought this. I forget who I was talking to. I think it was a group of my buddies, actually. And I, I mentioned if I have to give the quarterback edge, I think I'm giving it to the Rams, not by leaps and bounds. But boy, I caught arrows, bro. Special. <laughs> He's got the Brady factor. He might. I mean, I know he won the national championship. He's winning every big game. But he's only played like 25 NFL games. And frankly, in the playoffs, Stafford has been better than Burrow. You know, I mean, yeah, I think people just assume Stafford's going to throw this terrible pick. Well, Burrow takes a lot of bad sacks and he's thrown some picks too. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think uh, I think the future is awesome. I'm not right. You know, I just said, all. you know, right now I give the edge to Stafford just because of his experience. He's seen more. You know, yeah, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break, Matt. Uh, he okay. is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this.